Hello and welcome to Awakening Soul Circle. And we are your hosts, Cheryl and Dagmar. Join us while we talk about everyday themes from a spiritual point of view. So as you all know, I'm an animal communicator, which is quite an unusual profession. And as you can imagine, trusting what I'm getting from the animals when it can't be proven as such is quite a tricky thing. And I must say, I was really struggling with that. Or, you know, it always comes up again. It's, it's something that we, I think we never finish learning about is um, the trusting process and trusting what we are getting, trusting ourselves, trusting the messages. We're always, we want to always question everything. And so that's been a really long journey. And I think it's always ongoing because sometimes people, um, animals tell me things and people can't really see that that's the case with that animal. I mean, we know with people as well, people are depressed and you can't see that on the outside, but that's how they feel on the inside. And with the animals, it's the same. So sometimes they tell us things and it doesn't in the first moment make sense for the owners. And, and really trusting that is such a big thing. And that's, um, as I said, it's, it's a long, lifelong journey and believing and trusting in yourself. So how did that all feel for you Cheryl do you trust always your intuition and what you're feeling and what you should be doing I do now I I didn't I didn't know what intuition was back a few years ago um and it's listening I found it was just listening to that tuning into that that little voice in your head um that the when it gives you the positive um outcome to a question you may be asking as opposed to something that's negative or something that's self-defeating which the ego as I now know the ego um, tends to um, rein us in and we get a a message um, that we're thinking where did that come from Um, and then you'll have sometimes you'll have a little voice in your head saying oh you're just imagining it Um, just just forget about it um, go on with your go on with your life. Um, but yeah, I uh, I've my journey since the last few years when it's really started to open up. Last year, I found that um, with my daily journaling, um, it started to the writing started to change, and I found that I was one day my hand was taken over by. Um, then it was just the writing changed and it didn't sound like me and I had to stop and question what was going on. Uh, and then I tried it again the next day and I started to find out that I was becoming a channel for spirit, which blew my mind away. And But I doubted what was going on. I, I really thought that there was something wrong with me there for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's now it's really exciting, um, really thought provoking. But you know what I think the problem is for a lot of people is actually taking the time and going within and asking yourself. Correct. And, and we all don't do that. And even when we're not feeling well, we just go to the doctor and we say to the doctor, you know, what's wrong with me? But really, if we did take the time and went within and asked ourselves, we would probably get answers. And everyone can do that. And, you know, I had a really interesting experience um, with Akashic Records. Um, my friend was teaching Akashic Records, how you open your records. 
And so I did her course. And but the thing is, if you can connect, if you can connect with animals, you can communicate with animals. It's so easy to do anything else because it's it's basically the same process. And once you know how to access all that, it's it's really easy. Mm. So I was really good at just, you know, channeling all the and getting all the messages. And I got messages and I wasn't quite sure what they meant. I was actually drawing things and oh wow. And yeah, and I got um I didn't know what what I was drawing, what it was. And my friend said, you know, what was it? Ask. And I asked what it was, and I got the message, it's the pattern of power. And I thought, yeah, okay, um, whatever that means. And then later on, I went on to Google and I Googled pattern of power. And guess what came up? It's actually the on symbol that came up. And it was exactly what I'd drawn and I'd never seen it before. And I mean, these are things where we just go, wow, you know, and mm. there's no way I could have made it up because it's not even called the on symbol. It's called, um, or it, it wasn't called the on symbol for me. It was called the pattern of power. So how is it possible that I can Google pattern of power and exactly that comes up that I've um, drawn? So that these moments really then sort of help you to really believe, hey, you know, there's no way I could have known that. And I always find the more experiences you have like that, the more you start trusting that, yes, there is so many things that we can't explain, but it doesn't mean that they are wrong. Yeah, gut. The going within, I think, as we've said before, is probably the hardest thing, like we said last week, it's the hardest thing to allow ourselves the time just to be able to just be quiet and peaceful and just try and shut the the chatter up, which is always the hardest thing to do. That's why breathing, that's why breathing, breath work helps while you're focusing on that. And then you it's interesting what what comes out of it then what journeys you're taking on um yeah amazing absolutely amazing meditation really helped me with that yeah um and um but i'll to start with you know i did my meditations and think tell my husband all about it and you know go wow this this happened and i don't know where that's come from and then go about my day and then um wouldn't think any more of it but you know, day by day, yeah. you know, month by month, you you feel like things are are changing. Yeah, and channel, even if you channel. even if you think at the beginning, you know, you made a choice because that's what your intuition told you, that's what you're trusting, and then you feel that that was the wrong choice because it's taking you down this different road. But in the end, you always find out this is really where you're meant to be, and it's yeah. really trusting that that um, you make decisions, and sometimes they take you in a different direction but if you actually trust it and you just give it that time and see what happens um you'll most of the time find out that that's where you're meant to be but it's really taking that time you know we go to friends and family members and we ask them for advice but we never take the time to ask ourselves or even you know connect with our animals and ask our animals for advice you know we're always just out there um but we don't actually want to take that time to go within and you know, some people can just do it. As you said, you know, you start meditating. You know, there's a lot of um, groups or people that can help you to to start your own journey. But it is just so amazing what comes up if you do go within. Yeah, without a doubt. Without so a what doubt. was your most most exciting experience, something that's come up for you where you go, oh, wow, I didn't oh, think that. Um, I have astral travelled. 
that's the most mind-blowing thing um, where I was at, um, I went to a sound bath and um, there was a, um, a gong ceremony in it. And so we were meditating, we were laying on yoga mats and we were meditating while the gong bath was going on. I want to close my eyes when I'm speaking about it. And um, um, I found myself with, with the sound of the music being taken somewhere and I actually felt myself come out of my body and I was looking down at myself from um, it felt like I was, I was in the stars, pretty much like my background at the moment. And, uh, and it was just so peaceful. And then I found myself just coming back and then I was taken off to something else in meditation. And when it all finished, I was laying there and I thought, what, what just happened? What, where did that come from? Did I fall asleep? Was I having a dream? Um, and then I, later I had it explained to me that I had astral travelled, uh, which is something for another time to talk about, but um, what astral travelling is. But that was just mind-blowing and I knew that I'd turned some sort of corner when yes. that had happened. And then I couldn't get enough of sound baths to, to, yeah, to try yeah. and experience that, to, um, to go on that journey. But it hasn't yeah. happened since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but there's so many different ways, you know, as you said, you know, um, the sound bath or even meditating, yoga, um, because um, I've done quite a few yoga sessions and we always meditate and it's really calm and you come out of them and you're just so relaxed and, and yeah, it's just absolutely yeah. wonderful. So there's a lot of ways um, how you can connect yourselves and, you know, I find everyone is different, what works for people and, um, but the really, again, the main thing is just to take that time. You know, we always, for me, it's always an excuse. Oh, I haven't got time. Oh, I have to mm. do this. I have to do that. We're always in our physical body. And um, yes, we're always in our physical body because that's what we think that we, yeah, we are here for, um, which, you know, we are, we're, um, we're uh, going through a human experience. So Yes, yeah, so it's yeah. both, you know, we need to experience our, our physical side, but then we also need to, to work on that. And often, you know, if we have issues, it's, again, it's stuff that comes up for us that we need to fix within and not on the outside. And we need to trust that we can, you know, we can fix it ourselves, we can heal ourselves, but we just don't trust that we can do that. Have you experienced real self-doubt? Um, did you well? Did you experience real self doubt in yourself in the in the very beginning, um, or was it just knowing that there was something out there? No, absolutely. For you to tap into? No, I I certainly um, had that doubt as well because um, you know I've, I've never grown up having that support growing up in a spiritual family as such. Mm. You know, I was my family was very physical, so. You know, I just lived my life like a physical kid was, but from my parents, I never learned anything about meditating or mm. or addressing things within. So that was really my whole journey, and I had no support at all. But again, you know, mm. things happen, so we go down that path. And um, especially when I started with the animal communication, it's not something that you can prove like a plumber that fixes something. You know, and you can go, oh, 
that's fixed with with animal communication yes if you put things into place that the animals tell you you can then show it to people you know say it's obviously yes. working if you do what they ask you to do but still to get to that point you know when you give people people feedback you're still like mm, you know I'm not sure that doesn't sound right and we're just always questioning it and I guess it's just you know the more you do it the better you get at it and the more you trust that even if sometimes you feel it's wrong what you're getting but there's no right or wrong as such the um it I was thinking about what you were saying before and I wanted to say it back then um feelings have a big part in our you know in the doubt in our trust and our belief um and that's one thing I learned big time um, with animal communication was as well as going within in myself and mm -hmm. allowing myself to hear the words um it was actually tuning into the feelings and then uh, that's actually helped me with other things as well um but yeah feelings uh, we disregard feelings so much um yeah. we 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 have so much energy that goes on in our solar plexus and um you know that's our self-worth area and we we just jumble it all together but there's so many different parts to it there's so many different feelings you actually gain from that you know some of it may be anxious you may actually have a physical pain um but they're all telling you something um in that case regarding with the animals um but also in everyday life experiences people you meet um you know the feelings that you get from from them but um yeah. it's just allowing yourself to tune into that yeah but you know what i find is so sad is that we don't get that taught in school you know yes. no one teaches children about feelings and when they get angry or aggressive that we need to work with those feelings you know where are they coming from why we have these feelings and then solve it on a you know on the level within it's all in school about you know maths and languages and things like that but in later life that doesn't help us anything i mean it, yeah. it does to a certain degree but the real life happens within and we get taught nothing at school. And, you know, there's a lot of awakened people, especially what happened over the last two years. More and more people have awakened and they realise the importance to teach their kids those skills because that's what they need because then they can heal themselves, they can fix themselves. Mm -hmm. And that is so important in, this, in these times that we are able to, to support our children. Yeah, certainly over the last couple of years especially, um because life has just been turned upside down your emotions are you know right there on the on the edge and kids don't know why you know why what's going on why they're feeling like this um yeah it's i'm sure there are some some spiritually aware schools out there um that have that do have some of those teachings but there's probably be very few of them um yes. but you'd like to think that one day we will see it more mainstream um coming out of what we've experienced over the last two years um and the focus that people are now putting into themselves yeah but i think there's also that's why there's a lot of homeschooling these days you know because mm. they realize 
that there's so much more to it and that the children they need to need to um have that faith in themselves as well and that trust in themselves mm. and um and also realize you know if they they're not that good at maths it doesn't matter you know they're good at something else so it's again yeah. about them believing in themselves but if they compare get compared all the time with other students in maths and um they just you know feel useless and and no good at it um it just gets lost that they are maybe totally you know they're great at something else or you know they're really spiritual and we really need to um support those kids in in believing in themselves yeah it's all life skills isn't it yeah absolutely yeah it's uh I wish my kids had been able to go through that sort of teaching I've got one daughter who is a teacher um and she's you know she's a lot more in tune than what you know any of us ever were and I know she tries to um put that little bit extra in with some of her kids um you know in in that respect but um you know trying to give the kids their their belief their um building up their self-worth and trying to get them to understand that it's okay yeah. you know there's other things out there um yeah unfortunately yeah. she's not here <laughs> yeah well I I was looking I was fortunate to look after two young young girls for a little while and they were six and eight at the time and the eight-year-old she was she was an old soul she was amazing the things she wrote and the and her knowledge and the things she wanted to know was just incredible. And um, it was really hard because from her parents, she couldn't really get the answers that she needed because they were just not on that spiritual path. They were just in their physical body and, you know, they're great parents. But obviously she was just so wanting to have all that information and she was amazing. She would ask me all these questions and I was able to help her on that journey. And you know, um, her sister was completely different. She was more in her physical body. She didn't have these questions. She was happy with things how mm. they were. But her sister, she just needed to soak up all this information. And if we can help them in that way, that is so important because oh. every child is different yes. and she really needed that. Yes, there are so many children coming through now who do seem to be old souls. You, you can you can almost see that well you can see it in some of them with newborn babies um I'm thinking of one in particular who's grown up in he's about six now and the the things that he has come out with the conversations that he's come out with same sort of thing and it's like your language is is so mature where's where has all this yeah. come from and um being particular about um, how he's um, spoken to and the clothing that he's wearing, not like this child wanted to start wearing kilts and it's got no relation to the, the Scottish heritage, um, well, yeah. parents, and um, wanted to start wearing kilts and waistcoats and things like that instead of being in jeans and and windsheeters and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. And the parents were just dumbfounded. Where has this come from? And he, yeah. and he says, that's what I like to wear. Um, mm-hmm. So there's, yeah, and he's quite he's quite a clever little boy. But there's so many of them now that are out there mm-hmm. and they have the confidence. They, yeah. they have that feeling, that belief in themselves. Hopefully yeah. it doesn't get drummed out of them 
and that, beaten, beaten down. That's the problem, you know. If if your child is like that, it's really about supporting them and not saying, "Oh, you know, that's silly." A lot of children they just they just know what the animals say and how they feel, or they will say, you know, they spoke to grandpa even though grandpa had passed away, and then people go, yes. "Oh, don't be silly. That's not even possible." And then they shut it down because they get taught it's wrong. But if yeah. we can actually encourage them and say, you know, trust you know, trust what you're getting because you're not making this up, you know. Yeah. They're just so close to source that they still have all this information. Yes. Yes, and, they and are. And if we they can are. support that, that is just amazing because then they don't have to unlearn it and then relearn it. We can just have them keep their their innate, you know, abilities and their mm. innate, um, their intuition and everything, and we can just help them and they have it so much easier in life. And most of the time they're also quite sensitive souls too. Yes, they are. Yes, they, they are, are so too. Easy. They're easy to be, to be shut down and they're easy to then become even depressed and because they can't just live who they think they need to be. They yes. try to please us and they try to change because you know, they love their parents. And if their parents say it's wrong, they're trying to please their parents, but that's not who they really are. So it's really important if we see that in children that we actually support them. Encourage them, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we've got two little, I've got a grand, great niece and my husband's got a um, great nephew that were born on the same day in two different states that were born at 28 weeks. And it was just, it was mind-blowing, just the whole thing going on. And um, they are unbelievable, these two little kids. They've just turned one. And their, their capabilities at the age of one and their, their speech is unbelievable. <laughs> it's, I would, have, I would have doubted what was going on if, if I hadn't seen the two of them um, yeah. and they were born on the same day. Um, it does it really does make you wonder it really does make you wonder so what's out there yes but even you know having experiences um I remember when I was young I had to dream about a place um, about a school camp and um it, it was just a building and I knew where we're sleeping where the toilets were and I'd never been there before and then you know a few months later we went on a school camp and I was exactly in that house wow and it, and it sort of it freaked me out because I've, I've never been there but it was funny because I I trusted I just knew I knew I've, I've been there before and I can't tell you where or how or when I've been there and that was really the only dream I've had that has come true as such yes I do remember but it was just mind-blowing. I've never been to that place. And when we got there, I knew where our sleeping quarters were and where the toilet was. Yeah. And I never questioned it. I just had that faith and that trust that I just went, well, you know, I don't know where it comes from, um, but I know that, that this is true. I know I'm not making it up. And I think it's so important that we just have that confidence that we go sometimes, well, I don't know where it's coming from. It doesn't matter where it comes from. Yeah. We just need to trust because... We don't know where we come from. We don't know where we go when we die. I mean, we certainly know there's more to life um, than just this life on this planet. We know once we die, we're not just buried in the ground. We know that our souls go somewhere. And I know that as well because I communicate with animals that have passed away. So mm -hmm. I know we can certainly 
still connect with um, souls that have passed away. And But in the end, where we go, where we come from, who knows? But I know that I just need to trust that this is what's happening. I did a, um, I played around with telepathy for a little bit when I first started your course and then later again when I did your advanced course and um, with, because it was something that I actually seen on YouTube about telepathy and about testing yourself with what's going to be said next. I was playing around with it with um, TV shows and uh, just, you know, guessing the, um, you know, the, the dollar amount on a house show or, um, you know, an answer on a quiz show. Um, I was testing out Greg, <laughs> which, which, which was fun. I mean, as when you live with somebody for so long, you end up um, sharing one another's sentences anyway. So, and that would be telepathy yeah. anyway. So that's trusting yourself. And going back to what I was saying before, the little, the little game I was playing, and it was amazing how accurate it was. And I, because it, yeah. it actually said in this tutorial that I was watching um, to actually write things down and and take notice of things um, that happened to you during the week or whatever that you have these experiences and then look back on them. And yeah, it was it was phenomenal. The 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 rate was like I don't know about seventy percent exactly wow. right. Um, something yeah, something like that. It, yeah. That was that was fun, and I did doubt myself when I was doing it. Yeah. But but, but yeah. you know you know what I think as well with what we're doing is that um, when we're wrong, we still quick and saying, "Oh, I'm not good at it. Oh, it doesn't work." But if you learn a language, how often do you make mistakes? Does that mean you're going to stop learning that language? No, of course not. It's normal that you make mistakes. So it is also something that can happen, or the other person you were trying to connect with didn't listen. So, you know, there's a lot of um, a lot of possibilities why it is not working or, yeah, because there's always two people involved. So it could be the other person didn't get your message, but we are so quick mm -hmm. in saying, I'm not good at it. So yes, again, exactly. we're not trusting ourselves, which is going, I'm not good. Yeah, that's because um, I, I, I won't do it again. Our self-belief. We, yes. we don't believe. And that's what we've spoken about before, about conditioning of, um, you know, we have to behave or think in a certain way um, in, instead of actually allowing ourselves to go with our thoughts that are actually in our mind um, and, and, and trusting them and, and, and feelings. Feelings are a biggie, as I've said before with me. Um, I'm, connecting the two um, has been the hardest thing for me. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's fun. Have you heard, sorry. Have you heard there was um, there was an experiment they did where they took, I think they took DNA from a soldier and then they um, showed him certain pictures which probably were upsetting whether it had anything to do with war, um, which obviously affected him, but it also affected the DNA that wasn't on his body. Well, no, I and don't then, know anything about this. And then they took it further away and further away and further away and they keep kept doing that and every time it also affected the DNA. I, I think it was the DNA. It affected the DNA that wasn't on him anymore. So, you know, we are so slow wow. thinking of with things that we go, oh, you know, um, that's not even possible. But, you know, they've even done a lot of experimenting even on telepathy. The U.S. Army, yeah. they did over... 30 years, I think, they did testing on telepathy where they sent people with telepathic abilities into, for example, a Russian factory to find out what they're producing in there. 
and they did that for a long time and spent a lot of money on it to then just say it's not accurate enough. I've and heard that. I've, I've yep. seen that one. Yes. Yeah. And I always yeah. think, well, if it's not accurate enough, why didn't you stop after a year? Yeah. You it know, does make you okay. wonder, doesn't it? <laughs> yes. So there's a lot more to it than yeah. what they actually want to tell yeah. us. Because um, they're scared what we're going to tell them, what well, we're going to find it. out. That's it, but it's important that, you know, we don't always need to be told by someone else what we need to think and what we need to believe. Mm. You know, same again, if you have a gut feeling about something, even if other people tell you otherwise, it's your experience, it's your journey, you need to decide and you need to make that call. Mm. Yeah, correct. But unfortunately, a lot of times we, we're worried about the scenarios that are happening around us, you know, the people that are around us and um, instead of actually just going with that gut instinct. So, yeah, we, we want to please them and, you know, we correct. want to do right by other people rather than doing right by ourselves. And it's actually quite funny. I do get that a lot with animals, especially with horses. You know, people have horses at adjustment places where there's a lot of horses, a lot of people, and often these horses say, say to me, you know, you tell her to do what is right for her. And when I tell that my clients, they often like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, because other people are trying to tell her what to do. Yes. But, again, it's your animal. You know best what feels right for you and your animal. And it's important to listen to that mm. and not what other people want us to do. But we often we want to please other people. And that's how we lose that as well, that, that ability to, you know, to trust ourselves, trust our intuition, because there's always someone else going over top of us. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, well said. Have you had that experience for yourself as well, that you you made the wrong decision and then you realised, oh, I should have really listened oh, to plenty, myself? Plenty of times. I can't think of one in particular, but I, I know that I have. I've gone against gut instinct of things. Um, yeah, I know there is, but honestly I can't think of anything at, at the moment. Um, I know my girlfriend that I, I had here yesterday for a Reiki session, um, she told me of an example where she went against her gut instinct because mm. she's starting to um, open up and awaken. And um, she was she was being told that her son shouldn't be doing something um, and he ended up doing it and actually hurting himself quite badly. Um, and um, she wanted, she was telling him not not to do it but everything else around him was saying, you know, I've got to do it. I've got to do it for my job. Um, I'll, I'll be okay, Mum. And, yeah, he's actually quite ill now. Um, yeah. Yeah, so she's actually really, really upset that she yeah. she couldn't she couldn't stop it. She went, she ended up saying to him, okay, you, you know best. Mm-hmm. Um, and he went against his gut instinct himself, as it turned out. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's so important. And it's also important to actually um, acknowledge that when it happens because often we, we think, oh, it's a coincidence or, you know, whatever, but we don't actually realise that we are doing that, that we often have an intuition or, or a gut feeling and that we go against it. And it's really important to even, you know, if, if you sometimes um, you question yourself, you know, sit down, take a moment and write things down, mm. Um who did I have that conversation with because it was about making a certain decision? And I said to her, so what was your intuition? And she said, oh, yeah, that, that's right, yes. It was about getting another horse. 
And she said, oh, no, no, but, you know, I really, I shouldn't get another horse. And I said, so what's that telling you that? Is that your head or your heart? Mm. And, of course, it was the head because it was like, you know, the heart was like, yeah, I do want to get another horse. But the head was like, oh, but I haven't got the time. I can't afford it. I don't have enough land. But she knew in her heart that this is really what she's doing, should be doing. And if you follow that path, if you then trust that and you go and do it, you will find out that there will be a solution for everything. So there will be a solution for the financial side of it. There will be a solution for your time for this animal. And it is just meant to happen. Maybe this animal even just comes to you for a short while and then finds another perfect home. But in that moment, she was fighting her head against her heart. And Mm. I guess the heart is that intuition that, you know. Yes, I I truly believe that. Yeah, because she was getting that feeling. She was yep. getting that feeling, telling her, I really want to have this. I'm meant to have, I'm meant to have this horse. Yep. And yeah, but everyone but we else do. was everyone else was, no, don't do that, don't do all you can't afford it, you can't this, you can't that. But she she knew it was right. And it's so important that she says, Well, you know, mm. and even in the end, if it doesn't work out, which I don't believe it it will, you know, it will work out because if that's what your intuition tells you, correct, the universe will make it work. So, yes, sometimes other people, they had their own bad experiences with it, but that is her journey and it's important that she then listens to herself. And that's what I said. I said, is it the head or the heart? And it made her realise that it was actually her head talking against her heart and and it made her sort of think, oh, okay, no, I I actually know what I want to do. Did she get the horse? I don't know. It's in the process at the moment, actually. So we we will see what happens. But, um, But, yeah, I hope hope she does. Yeah, because in the end, um, do we always want to please other people? You know, do we always want to look good in front of them? But we can never please everyone. So Mm. we might as well please ourselves. But we are always the last ones to please ourselves. You know, we always try to please everyone else before we try to please ourselves. If 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 your gut feeling is telling you to do something, the universe will provide. The universe will make it happen. Yeah. It will roll it all out in front of you. We don't. We don't have to see the journey. Or we don't have to see the end of the journey. We've just got to go on the journey. Yeah. Um. And see where it and see where it takes us. I think so, the important thing is we don't need to know how. Correct. We always want to know, but it's not possible. How is that going to work? You know, mm. we don't need to know. We just need to know that the universe will provide it for us. We just need to trust it. We need to listen to our intuition and then we can trust that everything will happen what is meant to happen. Yeah. Yeah, where where we are now, like I said last week, that we manifested that. Uh, we manifested coming here. There was about a hundred, well, there was heaps and heaps of people that actually wanted this place and only three people uh, applied for it and only, um, no, no, there was only three people that came to see it. We were the only ones that applied for it and they accepted our offer. And, yeah, and it was just mind-blowing. So and we never thought that we'd, we'd be able to live where we live now. Yeah, um, yeah. And because it's such a beautiful place and there would be so many people that would want this place right next to the beach, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. how much better can it get? So yeah. how crazy is it? that no but, one else went for it. Yeah, we just we just put it out there and just said this this is where we're meant to live. Um 
And it wasn't just for the fact that it was, you know, looking at the ocean. It it was the whole environment. There was such there's such an energy here, yeah. and that's that's all part of it as well. You know, the energy that you feel, um, whether it feels right or whether whether it feels right and light, or whether it feels mm. heavy and dense. You know, um, yeah. um, you know whether there's a wall up that just feels like no, this is this is not meant to happen. Um, yeah, yeah, and, and I think it's important that we then also trust that you know, if even though we think it's the only solution, you know, let's say you have to move house and there's only one house available, and you think, oh my god, what am I going to do? What what's going to happen? I need to get this house because there's nowhere else, but it doesn't feel right. Well, you know, something else will come along. So again, mm. it's trusting that the universe will provide, and if it doesn't feel right for a reason, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Because yeah. it is not right. Yes. But I, I, I think we need to talk about manifestation as well in one of our I podcasts. Ju- I just read your mind or you just read my mind because that was what just was in my mind too, manifestation, just, yes, as, I, because- just as I picked up my glass of water. Yes, well, see, that, that's how it works, isn't it, that yep. you have something in your head and I can yep. read your mind and you can read mine. Well, we've manifested this. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, having having yeah, fun no, together. No, that's that's really excellent. So I think the really important thing to take away from today is just that um, we are aware of our intuition, our feelings, and when we are being told by you know the universe, our intuition, our gut feeling to do something, to listen to it, and maybe sit down, take a few moments, go within, or even just writing you know just writing down what comes to the mind and make our decision based on that and not making decisions on what others want us to do I mean it might be the same but basically just listening what's coming through um, what do I feel is right for me and then make the decisions from there does that sound right to you Cheryl it does it does that's good yeah excellent well thank you so much for joining us today and we're looking forward to our next episode Thank you all for listening. We hope you join us again soon. Bye. Go to our Facebook page, Awakening Soul Circle, and like us so you won't miss the next episode. Feel free to share the podcast with your friends and family as well because they might get some value out of it too. Stay tuned and we'll catch you soon.